This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bible Talk. My name is Noah Olson. I hope that you're having a great day today. I hope that you are encouraged by this lesson that you are hearing today on the Bible Talk, and I encourage you to look at the other podcasts on Bibleway Media. You think about worship. Worship is a very important thing that the church uh, does. It is not what the, the not the only thing that we do. It is what the church does. We come together as Christians on the first day of the week, and we are commanded by God to worship Him. Jesus would say in John chapter 4, in verse 24, God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. We're going to be looking at a mini-series over the next couple of episodes concerning our worship and how worship is important. And worship ought not to be taken lightly because it is directed to the most powerful being in the universe, the creator of the universe, an eternal being, a being that commands true uh, worship and that to be done in, in truth and in spirit. What can you give a God that has everything a preacher asked? Well, you can't give him money. He's, he's, he doesn't need it. You can't give him power. He's the most powerful being in the universe already. You can't give him food. He, he doesn't get hungry. So what can you give him? Well, there's one thing that God doesn't have, and that is ourselves. That is us. You see, we need to choose to give ourselves to God. We need to choose to, to, to sacrifice ourselves, to offer spiritual sacrifices, 1 Peter 2 and in verse 5. And there is only one member, a preacher would say, that, that is in the audience. It's not the members that come to the assembling. There's one, one member, and that's God. You see, God is the one to whom we direct our worship to. Let's talk about the direction of our worship, going back to our main text, John 4, verse 24. Again, God is a spirit. God is the aim in which we direct our worship. And only God can, only God is the one that, that ought to be worshipped, Deuteronomy Excuse me, Exodus 34 and verse 14, For thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. You see, God demands that He be worshipped. Others have tried to, uh, and, and have tried to have falsely and worshipped other things. They, they have worshipped other things, sadly, and not worshipped the one uh, that is to be worshipped. Some will worship the creature, rather than the Creator, Romans one twenty five, Some perhaps would worship angels, Colossians 2, verse 18. And some would rather worship the material possessions of this life, Colossians 3, in verse number 5. The word spirit in John 4, in verse 24, indicates that God is not a mortal being. He is not physical. And God does not dwell in, temple, in a temple made with hands. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Acts 17, verse 24. And Jesus told of a day when the worship locale uh, did not matter. Look at John 4, verse 21. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. And God does not want to be attributed to something physical. God doesn't want to be attributed to something that, that we think, well, that's, you know, God is a spirit. Look at Acts 17, 29. 
For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like in a gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. You see, God wants to be looked upon in how he says he is. He doesn't want to be falsely attributed to something that he does not want to be. And God deserves our worship. You think about that idea. God deserves the worship in which we give him. It's not just that God is in heaven and he just gave these commandments to us just to make us mad, just to make us do work. No, he wants to be, he deserves our worship and he's done it and he's command, he commands us to do his will. But God deserves our worship. You think about what God has done. He created us. He, he sent his son so we can go to heaven. You see, God wants us to worship him. And our worship requires sacrifice. First Peter 2, verse 5, He also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. You see, our worship ought to be a sacrifice. Our worship is not to please ourselves. I don't go to worship to, to gain entertainment. I don't think it's wrong to say that we can enjoy, that we, we it's okay to enjoy worship. I don't think that's a wrong statement, but... We need to make sure that God is the one that is being directed to in our singing, in, in, in our giving, in all the acts of worship. We ought to direct our worship. It needs to be directed to God. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. The aim is not me. The aim is not the song leader. The aim is not the preacher. The aim is not the one presiding over the Lord's table or saying the prayer or saying a prayer for the giving, the offering. No, God is the aim. And when I come to realize that, I should appreciate what God has done for me. He deserves my worship. And I think we should worship Him in spirit and in truth. This will be the first episode of a mini-series in which the next episode will look at the absolute in which we are commanded to worship God. Always remember, keep on keeping on. We thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on several uh, social media platforms now. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope you will share with others. And as always, we thank you for listening.